0: Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. I am James, of course you know that, aka BCP, because you are paying for this show as a paid supporter, a subscriber. We very much appreciate your patronage, folks. Now, today's open source news or BCP podcast episode that's freely available on Rumble and the BCP Podcast Network, I covered the announcement of Ron DeSantis' running for president, showing the two videos that President Trump put out, plus his statement, plus statements of others, and showed you that the uh, the announcement on Twitter Spaces didn't go as planned.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory— Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
0: And the reaction to the announcement is, is pretty brutal. Is pretty brutal. Let's, uh, Let's look at some of these, uh, some of these comments. Alex says, is this an AI version of Ron DeSantis? So scripted and boring. Joel Pollock says, there are problems here for both DeSantis and Musk. The main one for DeSantis is he's supposed to be the guy who gets things to work. And obviously it didn't. Also, the conversation is boring. It's designed around what's trendy and wonky on conservative social media. No people. There was no people. It was kind of uh, boring. James says this DeSantis announcement, compared to Trump's town hall, is an absolute snooze fest. Just hits the expected points, and audio only does not and audio only does not serve Ron very well. My prediction: Trump steamrolls over Ron like he did all the rest. Can't debate a dude who knows sound bites are king. Speaking of sound bites being king. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's running on the Democratic ticket, said the following on Megyn Kelly's Sirius FM show about what an effective debater President Trump is, calling him the best since Abraham Lincoln. In this segment, RFK Jr. is talking to Megyn Kelly about the big mistake that the Democrat Party is making by not having primary debates for their party and denying the Democrat, eventual Democrat nominee from the Democrat Party uh, uh, primaries experience and going into battle against the most devastating debater in the modern era. And of course, that's Donald John Trump.
2: Is making a mistake from the point of view of the party, and the kind of long-term credibility of the party Uh, to not have debates um, for for a couple of reasons. One is, you know, if uh, President Biden at some point is going to have to debate President Trump, you know, as the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party, President Trump has shown himself to be the most uh, devastating debater uh, probably since Abraham Lincoln, you know, in terms of just his capacity to obliterate and dispatch opponents RFK Jr. is
0: right. Let's not kid ourselves. We know that some of the best political TV we've ever seen in our lives was when President Trump, back in 2016, was doing just that. Dispatching, destroying, and absolutely obliterating the establishment Republican opponents in the 2016 Republican Party primaries.
2: 11 leading Republican candidates for president are at their podiums,
3: they are ready. First of all, Rand Paul shouldn't even be on this stage. In Wisconsin, you're losing $2.2 billion. And when the people of Iowa found that out, I went to number one and you went down the tubes. I am not sitting in the United States Senate with, by the way, the worst voting record there is today your brother and your brother's administration gave us barack obama because it was such a disaster those last three months that abraham lincoln couldn't have been elected
0: another abraham lincoln reference in the same episode we're on a roll here folks perhaps it's because i grew up in and around the lincoln projects in harlem as a kid Folks, the best part I really uh, enjoyed in 2016 was watching President Trump pretty much destroy and obliterate the warmongering, fake conservative, establishment, murderous Bush family. And their intended puppet to continue some sort of Bush dynasty with then-Florida Governor Jeb Bush. And I love how President Trump then-candidate Trump dispatched him forthwith.
4: Well, first of all, we need to destroy ISIS in the caliphate. That's That should be our objective.
0: Quick reminder, the Don, 45, along with Mad Dog Mattis, destroyed ISIS caliphate. And their caliphate, and of course, because we have Obama 3.0 right now in the guise of Joe Biden, ISIS is back, though not as powerful as they were, before Trump decimated them. Anyhow, just one more highlight before we get back to RFK Jr.
4: Donald, you know, is great at at the uh, one-liners, but he's a chaos candidate.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail.
3: and he'd be a chaos president. Jeb doesn't really believe I'm unhinged. He said that very simply because he has failed in this campaign. It's been a total disaster. Nobody cares. And frankly, I'm the most solid person up here. I built a tremendous company. And all I want to do is make America great again. Donald,
4: uh, you're not going to be able to insult your way to the presidency. That's not going to happen. And I do have
5: the strength. I'm at
3: 42, and you're at 3. So so far, I'm doing better. Doesn't matter. So far, I'm doing better. You know, you started off over here, Jeff. You're moving over further and further. Pretty soon you're going to be off the end. All
0: right, now going back to RFK Jr. with Megyn Kelly, who, by the way, President Trump also decimated as a moderator uh, at the, I think, was it the first or second uh, Republican uh, debate? What's really interesting here about this RFK Jr. interview with Megyn Kelly, it makes, RFK makes it sound like he doesn't even expect to beat Biden talking about how Biden is going to be ill-prepared to go against this
2: brutal and very effective debater, Donald Trump. And President Biden really needs to be on his toes in doing that and, you know, asking him to, to not train for that. President Trump is going to have to go through a series of debates in his own political party, presumably, and um, and to have President Biden not being going through his own debate process and getting his you know getting in shape for that is like asking a prize fighter to you know to, to train for a championship fight by sitting on a couch and eating Chick Fil A you know it's, he should mm-hmm. he should be out there showing what he can do and also showing the Democratic uh, base that you know here I, here's that I can do this, I'm able to do it, I'm I'm the guy who's going to carry the flag for the party.
0: Joe Biden doesn't need to carry the flag for the party. He can't carry anything, really. And yeah, he's going to sit this out like a prize fighter. Not preparing for a prize fight. Why? Because it is the new in-our-face playbook of the Democrats. We saw it in 2020 with Joe Biden sitting out campaigning because they were gonna rig the election forum. We knew this was gonna happen, he told us. He told us that they had the best election fraud operation ever. And Katie Hobbs did the same thing last year in Arizona. Biden's gonna sit this out because he knows they're gonna to try to kill President Trump or kill his chances of being on the ballot. They're gonna have him in court Next March, in the middle of the primary race. And of course, I'm sure they're hoping that will give DeSantis a leg up. Now, folks, since we're talking about the Bidens, the IRS whistleblower in the Hunter Biden probe has gone public, has spoken to CBS News, has revealed who he is. The whistleblower that we've been hearing about from the IRS is supervisory criminal investigative agent, Gary Shapley, a 14-year IRS veteran. And he spoke to CBS two days before he's scheduled to give closed door testimony this Friday to the House Ways and Means Committee.
1: We turn now to a CBS News exclusive. For more than three years, the Department of Justice has been investigating the President's son, Hunter Biden, for possible tax crimes. Last fall, FBI sources told us they had sufficient evidence to bring charges. CBS's Jim Axelrod spoke to the IRS agent who is blowing the whistle on what he says was preferential treatment in his first public interview.
5: When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it you know—it was way outside the norm of what, what I've uh, experienced in the past. Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS
4: where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation? I can't
5: confirm or deny the the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News
4: has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course, without interference. It's
2: not restricted in his investigation in any way.
4: But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress
6: Monday alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation. It, on Friday morning, uh, Supervisory Criminal Investigative Agent of the IRS, Gary Shapley, that is his name, uh, will be testifying behind closed doors at the House Ways and Means Committee. There may be some other committee investigators that join that deposition behind closed doors. He will be allowed to, for the first time, to tell Congress that the case he's been talking about is Hunter Biden, that it involves significant political interference by the Justice Department, keeping certain tactics off the table for investigators, uh, not allowing certain charges to be brought in a timely manner, maybe even uh, allowing some statute of limitations to expire. Those are all the things that we've heard uh, have been his concerns. Shapley is seeking legal protections from Congress so he can share specifics of his allegations
5: there was multiple steps that were were slow walked at the uh, direction of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, and and, and each and every time, it seemed to, to always benefit the subject.
4: Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated meeting last October with federal prosecutors.
5: It was my red line meeting. It just got to that point WHERE THAT SWITCH was, uh, WAS TURNED ON, AND I JUST COULDN'T SILENCE MY CONSCIENCE ANYMORE.
4: DID YOU LET PROSECUTORS KNOW YOU WERE UNHAPPY?
5: I DON'T THINK I CAN ANSWER THAT. HUNTER
4: BIDEN HAS DENIED ANY WRONGDOING.
5: LIKE CIVIL SERVANTS.
4: THE IRS AGENT TOLD US HE it IS A REGISTERED smaller. REPUBLICAN. The, the, HIS whistleblowing IS BEING ASSISTED BY AN ADVOCACY GROUP WITH PAST TIES TO THE GOP. BUT SHAPLEY SAYS THIS IS NOT
5: ABOUT POLITICS. WHY DO YOU WANT TO NAVIGATE THESE WATERS? I DON'T WANT to do any of this. I took an oath of office, and when I saw the egregiousness of some of these things, it no longer became a choice for me. It's not something that I want to do. It's something that I feel like I have to do.
4: The IRS told us it can't comment on specific cases, but is committed to supporting whistleblowers in general. Both the DOJ and the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware declined to comment.
0: Now, we know the MO of the deep state, the Democrats, and the partisan press The fake news, the propagandists for the Republican Party, and the establishment elitists and cabal in D.C. They're going to try to character assassinate Mr. Shapley. Now, one thing that's very important when it comes to these types of things is that that there's corroborating witnesses and that the witness is solid. And Mr. Shapley has both of those. We know there's a second whistleblower. We don't know his name right. yet, but a, a subordinate
6: to Gary Shapley. He will also uh, likely be coming forward to Congress in the coming days. But this is a big jump in the investigation. Yeah. Uh, th- this story has always been about the corruption. Now it moves to a potential cover-up. And I think uh, knowing the man's name, knowing his history, we know a lot about Gary Shapley. We've been doing a lot of work on him. Yeah. He worked a lot of the big Swiss bank cases, and has been very well regarded inside the IRS until
0: last October when he began to raise concerns about the conduct of the Justice Department. All right, folks, please join me really quick in a petition. Unfortunately, this is necessary for the safety of Mr. Shapley and others. Father in heaven, please bless these good moral people that want to see justice in our country. Mr. Shapley and other whistleblowers, folks that have integrity and honesty and want us to be a free constitutional republic, please bless them with safety and security and their families as they expose the truth and the corruption and help us return our country back to a republic based on the constitution, which was inspired. By Thee, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. So sad that we're in a position now where a whistleblower, someone who comes out and tells the truth, must be protected from attacks. Not just attacks uh, against them, but also against their family, their livelihood, and their safety. All right, folks. Tracking more news. Hang tight. I will be back. With more news for you. Ciao, goodbye. God bless. Gotta
4: give us what we want. Uh. Gotta
0: give us what we need. Hey. <laughs> Our freedom of speech, hey. is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the power that be Fight the power.